the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning. Welcome back to the Dave Ellswick Show. This is State Senator Kim Hammer filling in for Dave, who is tied up taking care of a family matter involving a death. So we want to remember Dave in our prayers. And this morning, we've got a really full lineup. You just heard from Rhonda Sanders, who is the CEO of the uh, Food Bank of Central Arkansas. I'm actually going to get her on my show on Saturday, the Kim Hammer Show that's heard here on 101.1 FM every Saturday from noon until 1. Uh, going to work on getting her on this Saturday. Then uh, we're going to have rep- or, uh, Congressman, excuse me there, Congressman, Congressman Steve Walmack on here in just a second. Then we'll have Dole Webb on from 7 to 7.30, Chairman of the uh, Arkansas Republican Party. And then Tim Campbell, gentleman that I think you will be very intrigued and very interested in. You'll get a fresh perspective on looking at some of the challenges that we're faced with here in Arkansas and throughout the nation as he brings a perspective about how to deal with uh, some of the issues that are on the table for discussion. Uh, you'll really enjoy that segment of the show. Then from 8 to 8.30, you got Alan Kerr, former insurance commissioner. We're going to talk about how to get your or why your insurance rates are so high and what are some of the things we can do to help pound them down. And then we'll finish out the Dave Ellswick show this morning from 830 to 9 with Wes Ward, who is the uh, Secretary of Agriculture here in the state of Arkansas. But right now, we are very blessed and uh, very appreciative of having Congressman Steve Walmack on the live. And uh, Congressman, thank you very much for taking time to be on the Dave Ellswick show this morning. Kim, it's always great to be with you. And uh, good morning to Central Arkansas. Uh, you know, we uh, spend most of my time in Northwest Arkansas. I get down to Central Arkansas once in a while, and uh, always enjoy my my time down there. And uh, so, greetings to everyone in uh, the central part of our state. Well, appreciate it very much because you know, as a senator myself, state senator, um, one of the things that we have to realize serving in the positions that we serve you at the national level me at the state level is that whatever decision we make while we represent our constituents that give us the privilege to serve them uh, our decisions also have a a statewide impact on the whole state uh, you on the whole nation as well as how it applies to us here in arkansas so I uh, really do appreciate you from the 3rd District coming on the show this morning to tell us. So give us a little insight. You guys are kind of the hot spot up there right now with COVID-19. You're you're getting your turn at it. We've had ours. Uh, how are things up in your district with regard to how people are handling this uh, COVID-19 situation? Well, I th- you know, Kim, I think we got kind of lulled into believing that Northwest Arkansas was going to be spared some of the hardships created by COVID-19, and we're finding out that not to be true because of the more recent incidences of uh, COVID-19 presence in in our region, and particularly uh, in those uh, closely confined areas where people work uh, side by side, and and I'm talking specifically in the food service industry and some of these processing facilities up here, and certainly as it has impacted uh, a lot of the minority community, the Hispanic community in Northwest Arkansas. So, yeah, we're getting our taste of it. And, uh, and, and let me just tell you, it just illustrates the fact that this is a, uh, this is a virus that 
doesn't discriminate. I mean, it is, uh, it doesn't make any difference at all who you are and where you are. If you don't observe a lot of the disciplinary uh, techniques that I think have proven to be successful in stopping the community spread and kind of, as we used to say, flattening that curve, if, if you give up on those or if you get lulled into some sense of security and uh, become lax in, in that discipline, then it's, it's going to hit you. And, uh, you know, I'm going to present a flag to a family on Thursday morning of a well-known doctor in northwest Arkansas uh, who was still treating patients, you know, up until the time that he contracted COVID-19 on Memorial Day and uh, and died this weekend, uh, Dr. Ray Hull, just a wonderful, wonderful person. And, and um, his wife also had it, and uh, she has recovered, according to the family. So, uh, this thing is uh, this thing bears watching. Uh, we're not out of the woods, and uh, we certainly are hopeful that we can continue to uh, avoid what a lot of the other states, particularly up in the Northeast, have had to deal with with regard to COVID nineteen. But uh, yeah, we're getting our taste of it. All right, and I, I want to uh, save a little time this morning to talk about what's going on in D.C. And are you in uh, are you in Northwest Arkansas today? Or are you you in D.C. this morning? I, I'm in Northwest Arkansas. We are not in session, and and Kim, we're not scheduled to be in session until the end of this month. That's the calendar put out by Speaker Pelosi. However, I do believe that as conditions warrant, there could be some opportunities for Congress to be called back in for specific votes. Now, we are doing a lot of work by Zoom or WebEx. Uh, we had a budget hearing uh, with a couple of former CBO directors the other day. So, I mean, we are continuing to work. We're continuing to address our constituent needs. We're just not in Washington where we can be on the floor voting on important matters affecting our country. And there are many of those that are laying out there. And I mean, I can go through a laundry list of things that Congress should be dealing with right now. But instead, while the rest of America is trying to get back at, at, to work, uh, the House of Representatives at the federal level is uh, sitting at home. And uh, and I fault Speaker Pelosi for not uh, having the uh, uh, foresight to be able to bring us back, practice those distancing measures and uh, the voting protocols that were in place uh, for some previous votes and having the Congress there working for the benefit of the American people. Well, I think that's, uh, as an observer on the outside looking in and just, you know, seeing what I can see either through um, a uh, filtered news networks or, you know, just a little things you pick up on Facebook, it seems to me like her uh, priorities are not necessarily on getting the nation healed and getting it back on track as much as it is just trying to drive an agenda to get them through November so they can get a good spanking. That's editorial there. But, uh let me ask you, let me go back and ask you about the COVID-19 uh, and how it relates to businesses in your area. And then we'll move on to, you know, national issues. But uh, the businesses up in your district, uh, District 3, they, how are they adjusting to getting opened back up? And just what are some of the challenges that you're seeing and how are they creatively meeting the limitations that still remain on them? Well, it's a mixed bag, Kim, because uh, in many cases, particularly in our restaurants, you know, you can only go up to like a third of the of the um, headcount that you would normally have. And there have been restaurants that have informed me that that their drive throughs have been doing remarkably well and have kept them with their head above water through this uh, phenomenon and that they are choosing not necessarily to reopen their 
dining facilities for uh, for eat-in uh, applications because one, their drive-throughs have done well, and number two, they don't want to become you know the the policemen of the COVID nineteen pandemic. And so I th- so I think in some cases they're waiting for uh, that that next phase when that uh, percentage of dine-in opportunities can go higher. Um, there are places up here that have done remarkably well in terms of uh, sales. I mean, you take all of your big box hardware stores like Lowe's and Home Depot, I think you would find that they have, uh, in some cases, had record months. Walmart obviously does very well in situations like we're in right now. Uh, I've had some anecdotal uh, feedback from, say, my boat uh, salespeople. You know, we're out here by Beaver Lake. And uh, one, one of my companies down here told me they have sold their complete inventory of boats and struggling to find other boats uh, to bring in uh, to to sell to a demanding public. So that's been kind of a, a, a unique situation for uh, this uh, particular phenomenon. But at the end of the day, it, there's no question what it has impacted business. And uh, most people are, are, you know, there's a lot of pent-up demand. They're wanting to get back in business. They're wanting to get back to making sales and try to achieve some kind of normalcy as much as possible. And uh, and and I think they're doing a pretty good job of of managing through it. Now, um, you know, time will tell whether or not we see an increase in the uh, more of an increase in the positive testings. As you do more testing, you're probably going to see an increase. But uh, whether it's related to the reopening of the economy, I think uh, still is to be seen. One other note, Kim, and and you watch this at your in your position as a state legislator, and that is, we uh, in Arkansas are really sales tax dependent. All of our municipalities, our counties, our state rely on the retail sales numbers that come in every year based on consumer spending. And consumer spending, as you know, is about 70% of GDP. Um, Mixed bag of results when we got the results from the uh, month of collections back to the state and cities and counties that reflected March sales. Uh, We had some cities and counties that were up. We had some that were down. I think we'll get a much better picture about the third week of this month when those numbers are reported for the month of April, which would be the first full month of uh, the pandemic. So doing a pretty good job. Um, I've got a wait-and-see attitude right now as to whether uh, more uh, restrictions need to be in place or whether we need to reopen further. All right, very good. You're talking about uh, about boat sales. I've a pastor church and one of the church members went out and bought a new uh, boat recently. And the one thing I find is that with the extra time that people have had on their hands, if they, if they're, you know, and, and with the stimulus package coming through and the Bennett, you know, the extremely uh, uh, generous unemployment package that came through, it seems like the pipeline has continued to flow as far as money for people to get out and make purchases. I know I drive by car lots and their car inventory has dwindled, but the underlying to that is I also have friends that, you know, they kind of make a sideline business of buying and selling stuff and they can't keep stuff right now because it seems like people are in the, in the mood to get out and to spend and to buy. And it's helping recreate the economic engine with the stock market rebounding the way it is and, uh, a spirit of optimism growing back. It seems like uh, we are on the pathway to economic recovery. Would you 
agree or disagree or what's your perspective on the future as far as our economic engine re recharging kind of reminds me of the thorough the great thoroughbreds in the in, in the starting gate at oakland <clears throat> park you know ready to ready to race uh and, and as soon as those gates open i mean they explode out of those gates and i think the economy will do the same thing there's a lot of pent-up demand. We have stimulated this economy with a lot of money. Interest rates are low. People can borrow money. Uh, there's just a tremendous, I think, great climate, great opportunity out there for this economy to go great guns. And I think the stock market maybe today is a, a, a bit of a, you know, a, a, you know, an exception to that with the futures trading a little bit lower, but uh, for several days of big increases. So I, I think. Uh, I, I think the stock traders see something in there that uh, that I'm beginning to witness, and that is that there's a lot of pent-up demand and a lot of opportunity. Let me ask you about one issue that's not only a national issue, but uh, states are looking at dealing with it, and that is protection for our businesses with regards to uh, being liable for any COVID-19-related illnesses, such as an employer maybe that has an employee that contracts it and maybe that passes on to a customer who comes in the store, comes in the restaurant. Uh, what are your thought processes on how to deal with that? And is there anything at the national level being done that would uh, alleviate the need for the states to do it at the state level? I think it's going to require both. One, uh, Senator McConnell, the leader in the Senate, has made it a, kind of a red line item that in future coronavirus legislation, if there's going to be another package, uh, then you're going to have to have some liability protection in there. You can't ask businesses in Arkansas or around the country to reopen without giving at least some partial relief to these owners from uh, from facing the, the, the massive uh, onslaught of lawsuits from people who might be returning to work to get that paycheck and then find themselves uh, compromised and, uh, and and suffer from COVID-19. Uh, I believe there is, um, and there's a lot of talk about it, and there are different proposals that are pending right now. But I think at the end of the day, um, Senator McConnell has made it quite clear, and I agree with him, that if we're going to do anything else to, to stimulate this economy, we're going to have to have some liability protection in there in some way. And I think the states are also going to have to look at this as an opportunity to take that next step in reopening the Arkansas economy uh, by uh, providing some liability. And you can do this, Kim. You can do this without just uh, foregoing all safety uh, mechanisms and protocols for, uh, for, for your workers. There are different things you can do to kind of relax that uh, standard, so to speak, to protect the local businessman. So, because everything he does is a risk reward type situation, and if you don't, if you don't offer some liability protection, then uh, they likely are going to default to a situation that, that, look, I just can't open because I can't afford to be hit with a lawsuit should one of my employees come down with COVID nineteen. The other thing that we're doing, and I think doing well, and particularly in the food processing areas up here, is that they have gone to great extremes to create the kind of uh, safeguards in place. That is, when people are working side by side, to have kind of that plexiglass uh, separation there. Uh, we're doing a very good job up here of of uh, establishing the kind of infrastructure in some of these workplaces that can help slow and stop the spread of COVID-19 from person to person, that community spread situation. So, yeah, it's going to be a, 
the liability protection is going to have to happen if there's going to be another package. And if there's not another package, uh, then uh, then we'll see where it goes from there. Okay. i got to take a break. If you can hang on when we come back, we're going to go check traffic sure. real quick for our listening audience. You're listening to Congressman Steve Walmack on the Dave Ellswick Show. This is Kim Hammer, State Senator, filling in for Dave today. You come back after the break, we'll check the traffic, and we'll finish up with Congressman Steve Walmack. Welcome back to the Dave Ellswick Show. This is State Senator Kim Hammer filling in for Dave, who's off on a family manner involving a death. And so let's just uh, keep him in our prayers, if you would. Uh, for the rest of the lineup this morning, uh, right now we have Congressman Steve Walmack to finish up this portion. 7 to 7.30, we're going to have Dole Webb, chairman of the state Republican Party, on to talk about things relevant to what's going on. And then at, 10, at uh, 7.30 to 8, I've got a gentleman named Tim Campbell who will be on, and it will be a very enlightening, honest, transparent discussion about the environment that we're in, both as a state and as a nation, involving some of the tension that's going on. I think you'll be very uh, benefited by hearing that conversation, as you are all the conversations we're having this morning. But uh, from 8 to 8.30, I'll have Alan Kerr, former insurance commissioner, on to talk about insurance and uh, why the rates are so high and what can be done to pound them down a little bit. And then 8.30 to 9, we've got uh, Wes Ward, Secretary of Agriculture for here in the state of Arkansas. We're going to talk about some things uh, related to agriculture all the way from feral hogs. If you're having problems with feral hogs staring up your property to trying to get the crop in with the three-inch rain and uh, all things in between, and we'll finish up our time this morning on the Dave Ellswick Show. Right now, uh, still have Congressman Steve Walmack on the line, who represents the 3rd District here in Arkansas, which is pretty much up in the northwest corner. Thank you, uh, Congressman, for taking time to be with us. We were talking before we took the break about what needs to be done to protect businesses. If you don't mind, just kind of, do we really need anything just in-depth, complicated? You were talking about that before we took the break. In your idea, or in your mind, what's the idea of kind of uh, reform or protection we need to give businesses in the simplest of forms for the need right now? Well, generally speaking, if a business is observing the best management practices uh, and the guidance and directives uh, that are issued by the Centers for Disease Control, then I think uh, that 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 would constitute, in my strong opinion, a good faith effort by that business to protect its workers. Now, if it's uh, if it's not observing those best management practices or those distancing disciplines that we talked about before the break, if they're not doing that and they're just back in it to make a dollar, then that's a totally different subject. So I think the basis for reform should be if, in fact, based on the current guidelines as established by the reputable institutions in our country that are uh, that are tasked with providing this information, and I'm talking specifically CDC, and there are other health departments in the state of Arkansas and around the country. If, in fact, you are observing those practices and those disciplines, then I think there should be liability protection. So that, that, that kind of forms the basis for it. And if you don't do that, as I said before, Kim, it's risk-reward. If, if the risk is you're going to be hauled into court and uh, facing a lot of lawyers and a lot of expensive litigation – then I think a lot of these businesses are going to decide not to put themselves into that category. So I, th- I think they're looking to government to help fix a problem so that they can help the government help itself by reopening. Okay. I've got about two minutes, so let me give you an open mic to talk for the next two minutes about what's of interest to you. And by the way, you've got a great website. Uh, I've been up kind of 
cruising it a little bit. You got a great website, and that's uh, Congressman Steve Walmack. You want to go up there and check out his website? A lot of valuable information in there. So, you got about two minutes, Congressman. What would you like to say to the people of Arkansas and uh, anything of particular interest to you? Well, a couple of things come to mind. Number one, uh, we're dealing with a serious pandemic. It has impacted our economy. It's impacted the public health. Uh, but from from the economic perspective, let us let, let's remember that the nearly three trillion dollars that Congress has already signed into law and kicked out the door, some of which hasn't been spent, much of it has. Let's remember this is borrowed money. We were going to have a trillion dollar deficit when we went into this year. The Democrats didn't do a budget resolution. They just kind of looked the other way on a, on a matter of a trillion-dollar deficit, and we're going to add substantially to that. I think it's already over $2 trillion, the deficit for, for fiscal 20. Um, we've got to be careful that we don't just, in a panic, start uh, pushing a lot of money out the door and throwing it uh, at the wall and hoping some of it sticks and, and helps. We've got to be much more targeted in our approach if we're going to be releasing any more money. Uh, the Paycheck Protection Program was one of the things we got right. Uh, but future stimulus money, um, any, other, uh, any other resources that we make available, let's just remember this is adding to a deficit in debt that was already out of control and a deficit and a future debt that's going to be paid for by future generations in the form of higher taxes. So that, that would be one of my concerns. The other thing I'll say real quickly, uh, I'm seconds. also an appropriator. I'm, I'm also an appropriator, and we've got the entire appropriations bills for the fiscal 21 uh, year still to, to work on, both House and Senate. So we got a lot of work. National Flood Insurance Program, the Defense Authorization, Water Resources Development, Highway Surface Transportation. We got a laundry list of things. We need to get back to work. And I'm looking forward to doing that. Very good. You've been joined or I've had with me this morning, Congressman Steve Walmack. And Congressman, truly appreciate the time. You're always a gentleman, always uh, informative, and I appreciate that. Look at his website, Steve Walmack, Congressman. And we'll be back in just a minute after we take a break to listen to news, traffic, and weather on the Dave Ellswick Show. 